Ensemble 74 presents How Can We All Make It Into the Future? 74 podcast series. On the podcast, we discuss the global pandemic we're currently facing and how it'll reshape our reality and society with opinion leaders and creative minds from all over the world. Let's explore together what the future might bring for us. Marco Fusinaro is a contemporary artist and experimental musician based in Melbourne, and I am Korhan Erel, an experimental musician and an occasional sound artist based in Berlin. Well, I've, I've kind of been out of uh, action here with a few things going on, so I haven't really been super focused on uh, things, but I, I figure, you know, it'll flow and um, we'll find things to talk about and we'll be fine. So. Marco, we're both improvisers. We'll manage. That's what I thought. We we make stuff up, and we'll make stuff up now. So yes, cool. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And if cool. we make a mistake, we repeat it, and that becomes contemporary art. <laughs> 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 it's been a, a quite uh, awkward here uh, where I live because we're still in lockdown because of the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and I think this is the eleventh week of house arrest. Oops. So it's been very uh, restrictive and very disconnected. Um, uh, so for example, I've not been able to go to the studio, um, mm-hmm. because it's, um, the studio I'm in is run by the local municipality here. And so I'm not allowed to go there. I can go there now once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the measures have been very tight here to try mm-hmm. and control it as much as possible. Um, so it's been a very strange time. Um, uh, the inability to be social, to be active, mm-hmm. um, is, is, is quite restrictive and difficult. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so hence my kind of headspace has been, um, uh, very restricted. I've just kind of been in the one room pretty much. Um, and, and not seen many people. It's just been zoom meetings, mm-hmm. um, um, in order to get things done. And the, the other complication here is that, um, the city I'm in Melbourne has been locked down, but for example, um, other cities in Australia, Sydney and, um, Brisbane and all these other places are not locked down. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's kind of strange as well. And, uh, the borders are locked. um, And what's so special about Melbourne? It's diseased. Uh, (laughs) No, there was an, there was an, there was an outbreak, um, which kind of got started getting out of control. So they, um, tried to rein it in, Mm -hmm. um, so it wouldn't affect the rest of the country. And, um, uh, hence very draconian super tight measures um yeah i mean there's i think australia in general is very overregulated, and um hence the lockdown is, is pretty harsh right um yeah but another week or two and it should be with the numbers should be okay so um, yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know how it's going for you guys there. Um, I mean, uh, 
the the first six seven weeks were of course like very tight we didn't yes. i mean i did i always i always left the house at least for a walk yeah. i didn't yeah. mingle with people but i was always outside somehow yes yes to keep sane in a way and but then i mean things have started moving again in like slowly in may like outdoor concerts were allowed and then in june i didn't actually play any shows in june but from july onwards i have been playing shows it had even been traveling for shows so you've been playing gigs yes and, and to an audience to an audience yeah huh well how, how many like what kind is it is there social distancing uh with the audience or uh, is it indoors or outdoors I or mean, how does it, that work the music I play doesn't like gather millions of people anyway together. Sure. So, I mean, it's, I've mainly played outdoors. Yes. Uh, I have also played one stream concert and yes. uh, one indoor concert at, in a church. Yeah. And I mean, there were, I think like maybe, I don't know. I was, I didn't really count but there were like maybe 30 yeah. 40 people but it was a church so social distancing is quite easy to do sure yeah, yeah. so i mean yes there are like and the german government has been supporting the arts here really well mm. i must say like the artists oh, and the, yeah i mean they have given us just like money like for just like that just take this and like relax for a few months uh, yeah so i mean things have i mean it's not back to normal, but it's also not very strict or tight here. Mm. Yeah, mm. I mean, people have been started doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are you saying there's um, indoor concerts in Berlin at the moment? There are indoor concerts in Berlin for the past at least three months now, two and a half uh -huh. months. Yeah. I mean, it's hey, it's as I said, there's like social distancing, mask wearing, sure. and everything. But yes, they are allowed. And that, I mean, this and other things have caused the numbers to rise. And now the, the officials are talking about new measures and everything. But mm. like Merkel, the, 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 the head of government, she said that mm. she is really not uh, very enthusiastic about another lockdown. So they'll do their best to avoid it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just getting that balance, isn't it? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's very yeah. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well hopefully you know, things can turn around at some point. But um, yeah, move to <laughs> we Berlin. didn't see that coming. Move <laughs> to Berlin, Marco. All, of, all, mm. other, all of your other Australian colleagues are here already. Why are you there sitting yeah. alone? <laughs> There's a lot of yeah there's a lot of musicians and artists from uh melbourne and australia in berlin you're right yeah, yeah. a lot of them you yeah. probably know some yeah. like i i've been thinking of steve heather you know uh, yeah i don't know yeah. many yeah. many many people are here there's even like a yeah. german australian experiment music orchestra here called the splitter orchestra so oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. uh colleagues of mine like um oren ambachi is there yeah um i don't know if you know him uh, yeah joe talia yeah, there's quite a there's quite a few have gone over now. And yeah, are there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pre-pandemic, and then they're there. But yeah, obviously a vibrant, happening place. Um, it is. It, it still is. I mean, the the I've never been to Melbourne, but the, I think one of the biggest advantages of Berlin is that it's a it's it's not a crowded city. Yeah. I mean, it's less than four million. 
even though yeah. it's the largest city in Germany, but the area-wise, it's big. So there's a lot yeah. of space here. Mm. Like, actually, you can... Mm. That you never see streets of Berlin like extremely crowded or like it's yeah, it doesn't around. happen because it's streets and sidewalks are as wide as streets in many other cities. Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 pretty like spacious. Yeah. I always thought the attraction was the and I think that has no, go on. Yeah, no, no, please. I was going to say it was also the attraction. I know for a lot of people was the cost of living and and the support you could get. And uh, as an artist, um. uh, indeed, the cost of living has risen tremendously in the past decade. As far as I mean, I've been here for a bit longer than six years yes. now, and it has increased. It's more difficult, much more difficult to find a decent place to live and afford it mm. too. Um, but it's still manageable compared to other cities in Germany or in Europe. It's still like you know. Yeah. The cost of living here is still lower than many other larger cities. Mm. And the support, I mean, it has a very vibrant scene, of course. It had, it's not that vibrant anymore because of the, the, the COVID 19 mm. thing, but it still is like there's a lot of happening. And uh, I mean, the advantage of being in Europe in general is that you're in Europe, like you, you, you're not stuck in Germany. You can play in other places very easy. You just hop on a train, and you're in Belgium. Yeah, I think that's the advantage. You know, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, you can really. Yeah. Yeah, do, yeah. do shows quite regularly all over yeah 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 yeah, exactly. yeah it's, it's quite different to here where the space is an, uh, enormous yeah. um the distances are huge so um yeah. it's completely different and, economy and even within australia it's huge like there's like the cities are not that close to each other as far as i know it's a big country. it's very large yeah and um yeah yeah and uh, there's not many opportunities in between the big cities to do mm -hmm. stuff yeah so um yeah that, that that makes it difficult also um yeah. yeah and also to travel out to do things can be expensive um yes yeah. um yeah well then come to berlin <laughs> yeah 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 well <laughs> yeah not? well I'd, li I'd like to be traveling more of course um but there's yes, it's yes. always there's always things going on and depends on what the opportunities are and so on so exactly, yeah yes of yeah course. i'm fortunate i'm able to kind of um do what i want to do and survive um so, yeah so that's that's always the key i think <laughs> um, indeed yeah i mean i come from a country which i mean i'm from turkey yes, originally yes. And there we really, I mean, I'm not trying to play the victim here, but we really didn't have much of an opportunity landing because actually, like speaking of traveling, Turkish people need a visa to go even to the bathroom. <laughs> like, mm. yeah, like, mm. so we really like, we were, we were always faced with barriers. Like we, I mean, I was never, I was one of the lucky ones because I was never denied a visa. Mm. But I know a lot of people who couldn't go to concerts or residencies or schools, even to universities because they were not granted visas. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So like my life basically changed uh, after I've made the move to Berlin. And do you go back to, so, to Turkey? Do you go back for shows and, and family and things like that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I used to be able to before COVID, uh, came but uh yes i i played at least one show every year okay. 
since I moved to Berlin, and sometimes three, yeah. uh, two. Yeah, I've and I of course went to visit my family, and a lot of my friends are still yeah. there. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's course, still a connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's 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 three hours away. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right. That yeah. works well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's it from my, I mean, at the moment, this is the situation. Things are going kind of back to normal here. I've been playing shows mm. and there's a lot of grants and uh, scholarships being handed out to artists on a regular basis. Like a lot of money has been poured into the arts and music. Mm. And it, they didn't really even like care about if you had a career or not. Like everybody who applied got the money. That's incredible. You know? Incredible. Yeah. yeah, the first the first grant they they gave us like five k, mm -hmm. and uh, and this was not limited to artists. Like basically all freelancers, almost all of them, uh, got some money. But of course we've heard stories that some of them like immediately went and bought coke, <laughs> and or and or records. <laughs> so if you've seen an increase in your record sales from Germany, it's that. <laughs> so, yeah, five thousand. Five thousand dollars of record, yeah, great. Yeah, um, no, that's yeah. that's incredible because there's been, uh, it's the opposite here. There's no support, and 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 the government mm. is tightening up and um, taking away money that would go to the arts. Yeah. So it, it, it's because Australia is poor, right? It's a very poor country. <laughs> they have no money. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I have always felt sorry for the Australian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just no, yeah, yeah. no yeah. money at all. Um, no, no, uh, no. Not for the arts. You just like you use banana leaves as well, right? <laughs> yeah. Not even. Yeah. yeah um, not even. I'm yeah, sorry. It falls from the sky here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's not yeah. bad. Unless there's wind, of course, then <laughs> it makes it difficult <laughs> to make a living. Yeah. yeah. No, that's strange. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, what are your future plans then, Mark? Um, As a contemporary artist and an experimental musician, mm. the most precarious of all beings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, as I mentioned, been under this lockdown really pretty much since March, and um, yeah. So, um, I've been selected to represent Australia at the next Venice Biennale. So that is oh cool. yeah, so that is actually I read about it. Yes, yes, okay. yeah. yeah. Sure. So that that's kind of been the focus, but it's been fragmented because of the pandemic. So mm -hmm. uh, I was meant to travel to Venice to do a site visit and so on, but I haven't been able to. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, I've just been working through what the presentation might be, uh, what the logistics are, and, um, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and and doing it through this kind of house arrest period. The curator I'm working with is up in Sydney, I'm in Melbourne, so we can't really meet, uh, only over Zoom. Uh, mm -hmm. The commissioners are also in Sydney, so it's, it's been difficult. I think to, yes. to get to get momentum, you know, so much of what we do is uh, requires confidence and momentum, and so yeah, right. uh, so I feel like um, 
I've been working and imagining and, and, and thinking through all the logistics, um, but I'm waiting for things to open up here. So I go back to the studio mm -hmm. and really try some things and, um, and develop the work. Uh, fortunately, the Biennale has been uh, postponed for a year. Right, yes, true. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. it'll be okay. Just uh, I feel like I'm in suspension. Uh, <laughs> you know, really just kind of, um, like I said, under house arrest and just waiting to come out. But and apart from that, there's other opportunities to do exhibitions, uh, recordings and so on. So I've been thinking through all that. And, it, and interestingly, mm -hmm. being locked down uh, requires you to imagine the future and what that might be. And so I guess I've been thinking about pushing away a lot of the things that uh, which I think aren't so important for me to, to, to do or be involved with. And, and just mm -hmm. really focusing on some things I really want to do. And, 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 and this period has really made me analyze what those things might be and to really focus on certain projects that, um, I would like to do in the next few years. It's become really clear now as to what they are. And I'm just working through mm -hmm. um, how to go about it and um, um, what it might take. And, uh, and um, I mean, there's still a lot of uh, uncertainty, of course, because some places might not exist in the future. Like at the moment, there's a lot of all the clubs here are closed where I would play. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure how that's all going to pan out. For example, um, I got asked to do a improv gig in a month or so, six weeks, in a yeah. club here in Melbourne, which is like a really big club. It would seat, or you could have 700 people in the room. It's big. Right. But mm -hmm. for this, they're going to have 50 people, uh, right. socially yeah. distanced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> which. Yes. Yeah, it's really like playing to a large, uh, empty club, which I'm cool with, but um, that's kind of where we're at. So it will be a different paradigm. And I'm curious and interested yeah. to see how that all unfolds and and how we uh, all deal with it. Um, even the project, thinking through what the work will be in Venice and uh, imagining what how will the audiences be different, uh, as in the numbers and access and uh, ambience, they're all interesting kind of things to think about uh, and, and how, will all you know, how, that, how all that will unfold in the next yeah. year or two. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, especially for live performance. Not so much for exhibition making because that seems to can can work with a few people in a space yeah but the whole live thing is fascinating think about the last gig i went to actually in march here was a grindcore gig in a club and a hardcore punk uh okay. bands were playing and you know the place was really full and everyone's jumping on top of each other and uh, stage diving and so on and um yeah <laughs> that just seems like such a long time ago <laughs> As I walk around now, everyone has masks on and stays far away right. from one another. 
so that memory of um, slam dancing and stage diving just seems like ancient history. True. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, things like, I mean, I don't know about like punk grindcore yeah. concerts. I don't, I mean, they're not happening here. Yeah. But then there have been like raves, uh -huh. like outdoor raves. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of them here in Berlin because Berlin has lots of parks, yeah. and people have been doing it. And of course, because of, partly because of that, there has been some like outbreaks. Mm. Uh, but it has happened, in, and I, I, as as I said, I've been playing concerts mm. to audiences, and my feeling was I, I also like before my first. I played my first ever concert actually in end of April, but this was a, like a filmed concert. Mm. There was no audience. Yeah. It was again in a church and there was a film crew, the organizers mm. of a festival, and that was it. Mm. And I played with a, with a singer friend of mine, an mm. uh, improvised show. Yeah. And I was, I felt that how is this going to be like, yeah. Um, yeah. and no, it was fine. Actually, we were really into it. Mm. We didn't really like, once we were there and playing, we really didn't really mind the lack of audience. We didn't really even care about it. I mean, it was still, I mean, of course, I like audience, mm. not because I like the attention. It's it's a different, especially in improvised music concert, mm. the audience is actually a crucial element as far as I'm concerned. Mm. But still, it was fine. Okay, so what about this idea that, um, what, what, did, did you look back at the footage and did you get a response to the footage um and how did that work i mean it has had a few thousand hits i think yeah yeah and i mean yes some people said they liked it some people never i think i'm just asking you more yeah. about um how experiences for you when we play in front of an audience the response is immediate and you yes. can have a conversation after your set and yes. and you get a sense of um, how it was for the audience. And for me, that's crucial because there, there's, there's been times when I've performed and thought that's the best thing I've ever done. And I've gone off and people, mm -hmm. people have gone, oh, that sucked. And then the opposite, right. you know, I've gone off and I was a bit yeah. bummed with something and then people have gone, that, that was, uh, awesome, <laughs> and and yeah, and I yeah. kind of like that um, polarity, you know. And and so yeah. I just wanted for you, it's filmed. There's no immediate response, so in a way, it's like um, a rehearsal or something, or 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 a jam. And um, uh, yeah, I just wondered then what feedback you got, if any, and when you went home that night, what was the feeling? Because my feeling is when I go home after. A performance I've gone through the motion I've had a discussion it's cathartic and and mm -hmm. I'll think about it maybe over breakfast the next morning then it's good then mm -hmm. then that experience for me is kind of gone um, right. uh, whereas if, if 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 you do a show and the intention is that it's documented that documentation is that is around forever and it becomes something yes. else. You, you're more conscious of, I imagine, perhaps what you're wearing, perhaps you, how you're moving, perhaps everything, because you're so conscious of this being documented. Yes. Whereas if I'm performing in front of a crowd, it's more like my mood is more governed uh, uh, about 
perhaps the car park I didn't get or, uh, <laughs> or, or, or uh, the beer that I drank that I didn't like or, or what happened mm-hmm. backstage or um, you know, it's, it's quite in the moment and the experience is physical and it's in that room and it's for the people and myself in that room there's a real kind of engagement um and and especially someone like myself who performs improvised noise guitar at massive volume mm-hmm. through a lot of amplification it really is yeah. uh, a physical experience and you have to be in that yeah. room um yes. to get it and i feel like um, for that to be documented, filmed, it becomes something else. And I just wondered how that worked for you, um, if there's similar kind of experiences and uh, emotions that uh, you go through. I mean, I can only refer, I mean, my experience was, of course, that was before, during, and after. Mm. The after was actually, I was happy that I played. Mm, yeah. Right, and I, I mean, after it, this was April, so it, it had been more than a month since I, because the last co- proper concert I played was on the 14th, March 14th, mm-hmm. and then I had didn't play anything until a, the end of April, and it, it felt good to be playing, mm. and of course it was strange not to play in front of an audience, even though my music compared to yours is not as audience sensitive, I mean, Yes, of course, yeah. the, the interaction with the audience is always important, yes. but it can kind of, I mean, relative to your music, can be experienced online yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Mm. But of course, that's not really my concern in a way because I was there, I played it, I experienced it there. Mm. So from that point of view, I did it and it was good. Mm. And the filming part, I mean, I see usually these films or even albums actually like improvised music albums. I see them more like documentation. Mm. So, and this is one documentation of a duo that actually played its first concert there. Although we have been talking about it for ages Mm. with this singer. So this was our kind of first concert Mm. and we were happy to do it. We just like embraced the moment, I guess. I I didn't really think about these, like, you know, Okay, what are... Yeah, I really didn't think. Yeah, I mean, now, I mean, I have also, since then, I played another concert, and this time it was like a, an actual live stream mm. by Arte, you know, this big European yeah. uh, culture channel. Yeah. And it was at Radiazus team in Berlin, and that, I mean, it was wonderful to be there, to play there, and I was grateful that the festival organizers did not cancel the festival, but turned it into a streaming event. Mm. And, of course, the stream was highest quality because it was done by one of the, you know, yeah, best... You know, yeah. uh, TV channels in Europe, but then it was still weird because, like, it was really like a like a film uh, studio where we were shooting different scenes from the film. <laughs> yeah, it was really like that. The stage was like we each one of us had their spots on the stage, and we, our instruments were set up there, and then we would go to the instruments, play, get filmed, and get out. And this is an so, this is an improvised set, or uh... it wasn't. No, this time. Mm. Uh, I have a trio called the Liz. Yes. With two two other Lizzes. Yes. I am one of the fake. I'm the fake Liz. Yep. So and we actually performed a piece mm. uh, with improvisations in it, but it, well, it's a piece. It's a conceptualized, structured piece. Yeah. With visuals as well. And did you say so, to the film crew, 
uh, at this moment, this happens, then this happens, and it was a, a construct? Or did you just perform and they did what mm. they did? We just performed because mm. these, these people are extremely experienced at uh, filming live shows. Yeah. So they did actually an amazing show. There was even like live editing. <laughs> they were like, they used many cameras and there was like a whole TV studio there. They just had set up everything and they, was, they did a fantastic job actually. Mm. Now I'm interested in this kind of thing yeah. where um, uh, with improvising where um, when it's filmed and I'm watching um, improvised music, for me, it's a very different experience to listening to improvised music. Um, of course, obviously. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. My attention goes elsewhere. And yes. and uh, I've noticed with uh, lockdown, obviously, there's a lot more online content. And um, mm -hmm. it offers possibilities to be creative with um, the visual component. It doesn't just have to mm -hmm. be a direct... Yeah. Um, uh, documentation of a of a live performance like a band could do. Yeah. yeah. And I just wondered if you you were going into these things, thinking about that, or you just get up and perform, or or how that works for you. I mean, I've avoided doing any um, online uh, performances mainly because I feel like the impact wouldn't be conveyed. The physical component wouldn't be there because obviously people can control. Uh, their volume level <laughs> on the computer. Yes. So, so I've kind yeah, of yeah. avoided it. Just thinking, you know, uh, well, would it work for me? And 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 also being busy with other stuff and things. But yeah, you know, I'm curious to hear how 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 that's worked for you. I mean, yeah. it 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 kind of works. Of course, like your. Um, your points are valid for our show as well, our shows, but then mm. they're more valid for you because you, your, your, your music is really physical. Yes, yes, yeah. You, like you have to feel it in your bones. Yeah, it's very important to me, yeah. And you have to be also be able to leave the venue if you don't like it. Yes, right? yes, that's, so like, that's crucial. It's like, you know, it's or like sleep to it or, like, you know, yeah. cry to it. Like it's very physical. Yeah, I want it to be, uh, I actually want it to be polarizing. That yeah, it's kind yeah. of like working out who your friends are quickly. And and well, <laughs> no, I have a lot of friends who hate my music, but I like them anyway. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, but in our case, I mean, hey, yes, of course, it's always like we perform the same show, but we actually improvise with the Liz mm. in in Essen, a town in Germany, yes. like recently. And this was the one in the church, and it was it was much better, of course, like because the church has its own acoustics. You know, you can and there, you know that there's people watching. Mm. So you actually, what what I feel like the most important thing, like you would, as you said, like you would feel more responsible because the online thing on the video is going to be online forever. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I actually feel more stressed, positively stressed. Mm when I play in front of an audience because I feel more responsibility. Yeah. Because it's instant. They are there. They're probably stuck because not, I mean, they, you can leave, but most people are too polite to leave. So they're really stuck there. Yeah, yeah. So if the music sucks for them, they will be there in agony. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or in, you know, so I, I think this is live shows are still more difficult than streamed shows or videotape shows mm. as far as I'm concerned. Mm.
for me. Yeah. And like I have also experienced live shows. Like the the, the day after this the list concert, the, the Arte concert, yeah. I played an entirely different gig with a with a free jazz outlet, uh, a group uh, playing Sam Ra's music. Huh. Yeah. At an open air park, uh, like a, a, it was the garden of an old uh, East German kindergarten, mm. really funky place. And it was one of the few first outdoor concerts in Berlin. It was packed. Everyone was, even though it was kind of in a faraway corner of Berlin, it was packed. It was packed. Mm. I actually even sold CDs. So, yeah. yeah. A lot of people. And people loved it. People like, I mean, we could have just like got on stage and farted into microphones. People would have still liked it because it was like they were so happy that they were able to be, go to a concert and experience music. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was, I, and we could feel it. Mm. Like they were so happy to be there. Mm. Everybody was smiling, talking to each other. Yes, there was social distancing, but still, like, you know, mm. they were having a good time. It was beautiful weather. It was summertime. Mm. Mm. So, you know, everything, we were right next to a river. It was beautiful. And, it was just, mm. yeah. I'll be curious like, to see like this. Yeah, mm. I'll be curious to see how it goes over the next six months. Say, as you approach winter, it gets cold, uh, things will have to be indoors. What what will be permitted indoors, and and will it be more? Will it just uh, revert back to just streaming uh, gigs? Um, I just think the next six months will be uh, an important moment. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. and what what direction all this activity uh, will be able to take? Um, you know, it's coming into summer here, so it's quite different. Um, people are uh, really looking yes. forward to being outside, of course. Um, True. Yeah, 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 yeah. So quite a, a different thing. Um, I mean, it's already winter here in a way. It's pretty. It's gotten pretty cold. Yeah. Yeah. And as I said, indoor concerts are happening with limited audience. Or what? What the solution was actually to play more than two sets, like maybe three, four. Yes. And like letting other audiences, you know, uh, I, well, I did it. I I played at, at the closing of an exhibition uh, last week mm. here, mm. At, at at a Nazi temple. Actually, it was mm. really interesting. Mm. And we actually played two sets to do two different audiences. Yeah, yeah. So that that's our solution. Yeah, that and, well, the show I'm doing that I mentioned earlier is is exactly that. Yeah, there's two shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think what ha what will happen is first the small door gigs that we've been playing will not really change because we never had like hundreds of audiences because the venues themselves are not that big. Yeah, and some venues though are able to host like a limited number of people because they have the space. So they will continue operating and people will play indoors. And I, I will, I, I expect to see non-music venues converted to music venues. Like there are a lot of huge galleries here in Berlin, like, and galleries are actually great spaces for music because you can even interact with the art if, if it's fine with the artist. And I've done a lot of gallery shows and I like it. So I could imagine this happening. And I think the funding mechanisms will change in a way that the festivals will not depend so much on ticket sales. And the funding will, the funding allocations will be like rearranged according to that. Yeah. And they will just go ahead and do their festivals, concert series with limited or no audience, but 
to basically just keep going. Mm. You know, uh, and mm. finally, finally, there's like the, the Senate here has announced, and I'm not sure if it's, it's some some institution in Berlin has just announced a new funding lines called Draußen, which means outdoors. They are going to actually give money to any event that's going to take outdoors, regardless of the temperature. Like you can actually probably ask for money for heating or whatever. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, they're like really ex exploring new ways of performing mm. and venue creation. Yeah. yeah and activating the city uh, even uh, yes. in its bleakest times. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I was going to, go back to that point about uh, performing in galleries, um, mm -hmm. which I've also done a lot of. And yeah. um, I've always enjoyed it and found it fascinating um, for many reasons. But one is also how the audience interacts and what the flow can be for the audience. And uh, that they're not they can come and go or, or, or it, it's a very different dynamic. I feel yeah. um, performing in the gallery. Uh, one of the, yeah. one of the um, projects I have is called spectral arrows and um, mm -hmm. it's really about occupying a space for the duration of business hours. So it's a, usually a six to eight hour set. Um, uh, you know, it's a, dura a durational, uh, durational, yeah, noise guitar performance, mm -hmm. extreme volume in these uh, incredibly reverberative spaces. And uh, I've always enjoyed that, um, um, that, that the sound is sculptural. I'm trying to move so much air around that it mm -hmm. creates this kind of physicality and this force. Um, and to see how uh, the audience interacts with that, I've always found fascinating that, right. yeah, some people are propelled back against a wall or <laughs> other people come up close or, or not, you know, they become part, an implicit part of the sculpture, um, I feel. And, um, each each gallery is very different from another um yeah and the politics of the gallery can be different from another of course yeah so uh it's an ongoing series of mine and and um uh, something i want to continue um and it, it seems like in this current situation it would be a good solution for, for live so performances um museums too yeah. Not only galleries, museums are larger. Yes. Yeah, I played in a museum actually recently, also in Zollingen. It was actually a museum of uh, prosecuted arts, really interesting space. Uh -huh. And it was fine. I mean, it's it's it, they they have a lot of space. Museums are big, and they should host events. Yes. Yes. They just should. They have the they have the the backline. They have the funding. They have all. They have the you know. Yeah. They can. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done a couple yeah. of museums, and that's fascinating, yeah. especially when there's three or four floors, and you can be heard throughout every floor, exactly. <laughs> and it becomes like a magnet. I mean, you know, it's like a, a mosquito exactly. net. Everyone comes up to see yeah. what what the fuck is that. So, yeah, I mean, just I, I think 
many museums actually they sometimes the people it depends on who's running it of course they can't imagine these things right that's right that, that's so, what it is isn't it? Some a lot of them... people, yeah but now like on the other hand here in Berlin, there's a gallery gallery they think it's a big gallery like really good uh, gallery and then they're now going to do a series of outdoor shows in 2021 mm. they're reimagining exhibitions and uh, music they also sometimes host music so are you uh, saying they're doing possible. exhibitions outside i think so too i don't know how they're going to really plan this but they're going to or maybe in large I, I, I briefly talked to the director of the gallery and she told me, but it was like a yeah. very brief conversation. So I don't know the details. Yeah. I might actually be a part of that too. So I will know more in a few yeah. months, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, a so real, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of um, reimagining and uh, possibilities, I think, to, to yeah. try out different things. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but this, this idea of performing in museums um improvised music i mean obviously it's been done for a long time but i feel like it could um be ramped up and happen more exactly. often yeah yeah and it would also it, it benefits the museum too because it will probably attract a crowd that most of whom won't have been to that museum before so it's like audience creation too why not that's the best part for me um, yeah I, I see I mean, people can, yeah. Yeah, that would yeah. never come and, and they're there exactly. and I just think that's the best part. Um, yeah, and vice versa, they will see people who would never come to that museum because mm. of your show. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah, I do like that. I do like that aspect yeah. and uh, um, I think it's, 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 it's crucial that that can happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. So we should push galleries and museums towards uh, I mean, if they're so crazy about sound art in the past decade or so, yeah. they should also host improvised or experimental music because that's where, I mean, that's, they're not that far apart, sound and art and experimental music. No, there's, I think there's a lot of confusion around that and yes. um, a lot of ignorance and um, yes, it could be made more cohesive and clear and um, uh, part of the agenda. Yeah. Um, exactly yeah to really kind of activate these spaces yeah um on a grand scale uh, yeah yeah i mean it has been happening in berlin for a long time sure it's not very uncommon for it but i'm sure like it, it more could happen because there are a lot of museums in berlin who have probably never hosted any music show other than some like like cocktail music during openings and stuff like that you know mm -hmm. but you know there's so much room yeah yeah so i guess that's how we envision the future eh? playing in museums <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we well, want to become museum artifacts <laughs> oh, oh um that, that's 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 an interesting thought um <laughs> i'm kind of interested in also bringing in i think a lot of interesting sound music whatever you want to call it happens in the underground um True. not not just kind of phd candidates doing sound art but then gets put into yeah. galleries and museums but I, I i see a lot of and hear a lot of great energy in these um underground music and um i i, I think some of those if they were brought into those 
kind of context would be really fascinating. Um, uh, you know, this collision of different worlds. Um, yeah, but they won't be underground anymore. Yeah, it's a really good point. It's always that yeah. uh, friction, isn't it? And tension. Yeah, do you, um, do you want to commodify these things? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, I guess you know, I mean, that's, that's the interesting thing that worlds we straddle. Uh, I often think about that, that um, one night I might be um, at a noise show and then the next night um, at a dinner with a museum director or something, you know, and, and there's kind of a conflict and a contradiction in all that, but I'm also fascinated yeah, well, I, I, by yeah, it. But I... I see this like, you know, animals in captivity live longer, mm. but probably not so happier. So like if you take a noise musicians from their underground hole mm. and put them into a museum, they will make more money and therefore probably live longer, but they won't be happier. They won't, no. No, so they yeah. want to navigate. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, sure. So maybe we should let them be in the underground unless they really want to get out and do something of course and that's their decision yeah that's a good point i think yeah. uh yeah you know, there's something uh vital about the natural habitat isn't there <laughs> yeah exactly we're kind of a cliche even like mm. like how soon of a future are we talking about and like mm. like how do we make it into the future is the question but do we know what the future will bring i mean these are very cliche i know these are like they've been yeah. asked for but especially in these times, like we, no one would have imagined nine months ago that we would be living through this. So mm -hmm. like, should we actually really care about the future or, or, you know, I mean, it's a deep philosophical question, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, but it's also a practical question. Like, do yeah. I really want to plan for mm -hmm. 2022? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, my answer now would be no. Mm -hmm. I think, um, the benefit of improvisation is that you're in the present and you're not sure what the yeah. future will 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 be and so um but you go with it and it tell it forces you in certain directions and you have to be ready and malleable and work not only with it but against it there's they're, they're, they're just forces that we'll never control but but we try and make sense of and I've, I've, I've certainly always enjoyed that about improvisation, just getting up and yes. not knowing where the next 20 minutes, eight hours is going to go, whatever. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that for me, that moment of being present and really trying to um, see and listen to what is immediately in front of you there and then. I, I feel like, and be, you know, listen and look at it objectively. Um, is is that mountain blue? Because I've been told it's blue. Um, you know, really question everything. Um, yeah. Uh, and 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 be in the present. Yes. Mm. I agree. I mean, I really think that we should really like. I mean, really and be in the present and question things, but also not try to plan so far ahead. I think that's a good uh, point to end on. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, great uh, 
discussion and I felt like we could talk for uh, many more hours, you know? We could. Um, yeah, yeah, there's lots to kind of shoot the shit on, you know? Um, yeah. And it would be very nice to do so in person <laughs> at some yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, you know, you never know where this, where the future may take us. <laughs> Maybe so. we should meet and make discuss about how we're going to make it into the future. I've actually yeah. always wanted to come to Australia. Yeah, you gotta. We, we'll have to line you up a show at Dark Mofo. There's a festival there. I know. I mean, I've. I would love that. Cool, man. Well, let's let's stay in touch and and thanks yes. again. And Thank um, you. have a good day there. And um, yeah, and you have a good evening there. Yeah. Thanks, man. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll be in touch. Yes. Okay. See you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you.